Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Masting Kit Podcast. I'm your host, Masting Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time, uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that. And my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mass and Kip podcast. So let's start with an important question, okay? Why did you start out in business in the first place? What was the original intention? I've never met one person who said to me, Mastin, I started a business so I could experience entrepreneurial burnout. (laughs) I don't know one person who's like, can't wait to be burned out as an entrepreneur and have more stress and more anxiety, right? Who here, like, would like to share this, would love to share in the chat. Why did you start out in business in the first place? What is it about starting a business and being an entrepreneur that made you want to get started? What were you hoping to achieve? right? To leave my job, all the reasons I just said, freedom. What else? Financial freedom, specifically emotional freedom to have a bigger impact. I began to work for myself to create, I'm not sure it went by so fast, to be my own boss. I wanted my own time. I want to be creating a more conscious world. That's right. Contribution, right? Never have a real job. You want to know why I started a business? Because I am unemployable. Right? Like, I just can't be an employee. I have to do what I have to do. I want to make an impact in the world. But if you think about why you started your business, let's ask an honest question Are you feeling more burned out, more overwhelmed, more tired, more stressed, and more spread thin than ever before? If that's true, just pop a yes in the chat. I started out to have freedom, to change the world, to make a contribution, to make more money. But oh my God, I am feeling more burned out, more stressed, more overwhelmed, and just so spread thin. This is not why I started this in the first place. Who knows what I'm talking about? Right? Exactly. Now, question for you. Okay, let's start to look at where, why you started versus where you are. 
do you have the ideal work-life balance that you've been wanting, right? And I don't mean it's perfectly balanced like a scale, right? What I mean is there's ample time for relationships, there's ample time for business, and you're enjoying it. You could be spending most of your time on business, but also be having fruitful relationships, right? But do you have the ideal work-life balance? I'm just kind of curious. Feel free to hit yes or no in the chat. How are you feeling about the quality of your relationships, maybe with your children, maybe with your professional pursuits and your business? How much time are you spending? Do you feel like you're allocating your time well? Yeah, so there's a work-life imbalance too, which we're seeing, right? And here's another question to kind of just get you thinking, okay? How are your personal relationships impacted because of your business stress and burnout, right? You might have a wife or a husband or a partner or a boyfriend or girlfriend or children or friends, or even relationships in the business with your team, right? How are those relationships being impacted because of that stress and because of that burnout? Are they being made better or are they deteriorating, right? Who here is kind of seeing that there can be a really negative impact on relationships when you have entrepreneurial burnout? Let me see by show of hands. There's a direct correlation. So the data is really clear on this, okay? 72% of entrepreneurs are directly or indirectly affected by mental health issues compared to just 48% of non-entrepreneurs. What that means is we as entrepreneurs experience more challenge, more stress, more anxiety. We're in the fire in a different way than sort of non-entrepreneurs. And the likelihood that we're going to have more anxiety, more stress, more burnout, more depression is just so much higher because we have chosen to live a more stressful life. Who follows? This makes sense? And when we look at the human nervous system, which we'll get more into, the more challenge you place on your nervous system, the more dysregulated it gets. Okay? You can think of being an entrepreneur as actively signing up to be traumatized. (laughs) (laughs) in a lot of ways, right? Because part of the idea of what trauma is, is it's too much, too fast, too soon, especially when we're younger. But that can also be true in business because when we start businesses, when we're, you know, the the money stress is higher, the team stress is higher, the stakes are on the line. There's no financial certainty, right? So the increase of challenge really impacts our nervous systems. Who follows? This makes sense, right? So what we found is that the only difference between entrepreneurs who are thriving financially who are making an impact and experiencing true freedom and those who are broke, stuck, and overwhelmed is just one thing, okay? And it's not having an MBA, I promise you, okay? It's one thing, which is emotional health, emotional health. We are in the age beyond mental health, way beyond mental health, into emotional health. And we'll talk more about what this means so we can have it defined, okay? But emotional health is everything because the quality of your emotional health as an entrepreneur, will dictate how you show up in your business. If you have good emotional health, that means you have the best parts of your nervous system online, your prefrontal cortex, your ventral vagal system is online. That means you're making better decisions. That means you're better able to really pay attention to market trends. It means you're better able to manage finances. It means you're better able to do marketing. It means you have more confidence to put yourself out there, right? It gives you, when you have emotional health, you can tolerate risk more. You can, you can, experience stress, but there's more resiliency. It doesn't impact you as much. Who follows? This makes sense. So who's heard this phrase, live your best life, right? We've all probably heard that by now. Our goal throughout this challenge is to teach you the process of how to show up in your business as the best version of yourself, to show up in your business 
as the best version of yourself. Because when you do that, financial reward comes, the team gets improved, the marketing gets improved, everything gets improved, personal relationships become improved, and ultimately you can give the gift that you were meant to give. You can make the impact. You can have that special purpose. Because if you start a business to create freedom, but you're experiencing burnout, that's the opposite of freedom. Who follows? Does this make sense? Now, think about that. This is a smart group. How many modalities have you tried to feel better to create either more mental or emotional health? How many modalities? I'm curious, right? I'm curious. How many? A lot, says Rebecca, right? Start, I'm curious, name a few, right? So what have you tried? And by the way, we're not against modalities. I'm just curious what you've tried, right? How many different modalities have you tried? And what are they? So, so many, constantly, all of them. So we got tapping, psychedelics, talk therapy, meditation. What else? A lot of hypno NLP, hypnosis, yoga, chakra work, family constellation, CBT, NLP, lots of stuff, right? And here's what's true. The world has become modality obsessed. We have become modality obsessed when it comes to creating emotional health. Now, I want to be very clear. I am a fan of modalities that have efficacy that work. If a modality works, I love it. Okay. But a modality having efficacy may or may not have efficacy for you. And entrepreneurs have a different type of problem than the general population. Okay. But if you look at all the modalities that are out there, I mean, look at how many modalities, there's so many, right? We have sensory motor psychotherapy, trauma-informed yoga, attachment-based therapy, psychodynamic therapy, somatic experiencing, neurofeedback, mindfulness, energy work, dance therapy, Cryotherapy, breathwork, CBT, NLP, DBT, psychedelics, EMDR, tension, trauma-releasing exercises, imago, tapping, brain spotting, family constellations, functional medicine, myofascial release, somatic equine therapy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Who here feels like you went to get modalities to reduce overwhelm and then got overwhelmed by all the modalities? Who's ever had that happen before? Let me see if I show hands, right? So the first thing we need to learn about creating emotional health both for yourself and with your business, is to understand this. It's not about the modality first, okay? Modalities are secondary to safety. So Dr. Stephen Porges, who's the author of Polyvagal Theory, says safety is the treatment. Now, in business, we've heard this term a lot, right? To have a high-functioning team, you have to have psychological what? Psychological safety. Who's heard this term before? Psychological safety, right? That is an important thing to have in business when you're operating a team, right? It's also important to have safety in the context of whatever modality you're using between you and the practitioner. So without safety, nothing else is possible. And a lot of people will say, Master, I've tried EMDR, I've tried NLP, I've tried different things, and they think the modality is bad. But what I found is usually, it wasn't that the modality was bad, is that the safety with the practitioner wasn't there. Who follows? This makes sense? Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this and hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information 
and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.